Welcome back, everybody. It's another episode of uh, Practical Light Workers. Hey, everyone. Chantel and Chris here. That's Practical right. We're Light here. Workers. <laughs> we are. <laughs> we are. <laughs> I, I feel like we've had a, um, a, I would call it a series even uh, that's kind of business related. We've talked about authentic yeah. marketing. We've talked about um, different things with how do you price stuff? I mean, we've done a lot of real businessy stuff, I think. Yeah, look at us go all businessy and getting in our heads and stuff. I think it's kind of fun. I, I like the idea yeah. where business meets light work, you know? Yeah. Well, we we need it, right? We need the practical yeah. part Who of doesn't? it. Who doesn't? Yeah. Exactly. So I thought um, an interesting topic today would be um, four ways to deliver value. Um, there are like four it. places when I'm when I'm creating my different um, containers uh, for the different projects I'm working on in business. I think through these areas and go, how can I add value to the thing I'm inviting people into? So I thought we'd just cover that. If you, that sounds yeah, cool with sounds you. Great. Four things, four ways to provide value. Yeah. Yeah. As a light worker. Yeah. Like That's right. It. And I would say the obvious thing here is that you already have the kind of light work that you do. So if you're a gestalt, you know, equine gestalt coach, or you're a tarot reader, or you're a Reiki master, there's already what you do. Then on top of that, there are additional ways we can bring value. Whether you charge for those or not is up to you. Like you may choose, if I have the option between two Reiki masters, one Reiki master does Reiki, the second Reiki master does Reiki and these other things that provide value for the same price, then it, it makes it an easier choice for me, right? Yeah, I think it's it's getting to be a common practice of, you know, value stacking or adding, yep. you know, things yep. on that, you know, are yep. they provide a benefit for mm-hmm. your your clients. Yeah. Yeah, right. Uh this is extra credit. I didn't we didn't talk about this before we hit record, but um I remember back in the day in my my real estate days um learning a definition of value that was um more for the same or the same for less. So more stuff for the same dollar, mm-hmm. more value, more stuff for the same dollar or the same stuff you'd get from somebody else for less dollars. So if it's a, a Reiki session is a hundred bucks and um, my my Reiki session is a hundred bucks, but you also get additional things, yeah. there's more value there. Or if your Reiki session is a hundred bucks and my Reiki session is 80 bucks, it's the same service, but for less. So more for the same or the same for less. Yeah, that's a good way to think of it. I know like pretty much most of my business life, mm. I have been doing the the cutting of my price thing yeah. where, you know, I'm done doing that now. I think we've talked about that on a few yeah. of the right. podcasts. And so it does feel right to me as a light worker because we're givers yeah. to add some things of value that I feel like really help, yeah. you know, the the client and yeah make me feel like I'm really stacking the value yeah. for them, giving them a lot for what they're paying for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's a healthy way to think about um, how you market yourself too, to think, to look out into the marketplace for who is offering similar light work. Yeah. What are they offering? What What is coming with that? And then just continuing to find ways to bring more value to those who are looking for that kind of service. I just think that's a smart way to um, expand or evolve mm-hmm. the industry that you're in. It just makes sense. Like let's, let's bring more generosity to the industries that we're in, you know? Yeah. 
and we're good at that bringing yeah. bringing lots of value so yeah. so you said there's four ways and i know yeah. i like the way that you broke them down so yeah yeah so the first would be training mm-hmm. right so i'm i started with reiki so we can just stay there um there is the reiki that you do but is there some training you can bring to people about energy mm-hmm. could you do pre-recorded modules could you do a monthly newsletter that has some kind of training attached to it um could you do ch- some kind of training as someone's coming into a Reiki session or as someone's done with a Reiki session? Can you provide some training that says, hey, here's how to extend the benefits of the Reiki session, right? So there's some training that you can infuse into your business. Yeah, I like that. You know, I was actually even thinking of that even from a coach's perspective, because coaches can be light workers sure, for sure. Of course, of course. You know, um, I was thinking of those types of things for my practice and, you know, like even taking um, the six human needs and breaking that down for people or, or the values, like, you know, how to find your values and stuff like that. So I think it is really good to add some, because people like to have those ideas and thoughts with them, right. You know, yeah. Between sessions or. And you can do training that's specific to the practice you have. So again, it's Reiki and you're talking about energy. You can do training on energy. Um, or you could look at what other things have you studied? Maybe you've studied human design or Akashic Records. or And so you can bring training from a whole other discipline, a whole other angle, and, that, and, and just help them see how to connect. Uh, why yeah. is Chantel talking about Akashic Records when I'm used to her as uh, a life coach or a, you know, a gestalt coach. And if you can connect some dots for people for how this helps them in the journey, you're there to support them in. I, I like that's fun too, because it makes you more interesting Yes. to people. Oh, actually, now she's talking about Akashic I'm, pr- I'm pretty cool. interesting. <laughs> yeah, you are. I know, right? Come on. <clears throat> I mean, we spend so much money and time because we're curious and we're spiritually seeking things that we, we know we've explored so many things, but then we put our practitioner hat on and we kind of get cornered into this, this yeah. practice and all of this cool stuff that we've explored. Sometimes we don't share, you know, why not share that? That's just more value you can add to the relationship. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's, um, that is uh training. The second one would be what I would call utility. And utility is um, another way of saying that it's just being useful. And then there are inside that there are three places or ways you can be useful. So one is uh, services. What additional services can you offer? Maybe um, as somebody comes into your Reiki practice, you have um, these are the cool, I've seen these. I want to get one. They're these sound beds. Mm -hmm. You basically roll them out and you lay down on them and there are like seven speakers throughout this bed and they, the, the vibration of it. Oh, that's cool. I haven't it tried was that so one. so cool. Oh my God. Yeah. I can't remember what it's called. I think it's, uh, is it called Opus? I can't remember. It's so cool. Anyway. Yeah. Or maybe a different services. You have um, some type of a hypnotherapy pre-recording and you got those flashy glasses and they put those on and they, they get to listen to that, to put them in some sort of, you know, different state before they head into a Reiki yeah. session. That'd be cool. Yeah. It would be, or even like, you know, um, simple things too, like doing a, a saging afterwards right. or, uh-huh. you know, doing some singing bowls or, you mm-hmm. know, choosing some crystals or, yep. you know, just yeah. adding. Exactly. Yeah. Additional service into mm-hmm. the service of a Reiki session. Yeah. 
and that's just additional services surrounding the session. You could do other kinds of services that are outside the actual time that they spend with you, right? You could mm-hmm. have services that um, kind of go into, um, I'm trying to think now what, like some sort of monthly or weekly prompt yeah. where you're giving them, uh, uh, inviting them into a journaling challenge, some type of um, let's explore, you know, past life trauma or whatever. And I'm going to, every week, I'm going to give you a prompt to journal and, and that's just a service. It's an additional service. Not everybody has to do that. They could, or don't have to pay for that, but you're just finding ways to enhance their journey yeah. through that additional service. I love since working with you doing videos for people and just sending mm. them quick videos mm. of, of nice. things to practice. Well, you know, yeah, right. Yeah. Totally. Uh, the second piece, so then inside of utility, we have service, we have systems. So you could have um, starting to create systems that you, you think about a system and how you create a system. It typically, you create one to make something easier, right? So if you thought, okay, um, maybe part of what has people in these Reiki sessions, uh, what I've noticed about my clients is they often come in because they're exhausted or they're stressed or there's some common thread Mm-hmm. And I want to build a system that allows them to come in more open, right? So we can actually start from more neutral space than having to start through, you know, such a, a, a negative space or whatever it is. And yeah. so the system you might create is a series of seven questions that they they answer before they ever start the session or or whatever, right? Journal prompts, again, would be another example of a system. Yeah, I like that. I actually was watching um, a guy. He was doing the microdosing. Uh-huh. I think yeah. I've seen it on Gaia or something like that, but I thought it was really interesting. And this might lead into maybe further into the experience that you're talking about um, next, but it was people didn't just come have a session. They had to like for a week prior, they had to cleanse from mm-hmm. meats and alcohols and all of that stuff. They, they could, they, they had to cleanse all of that out of their system before they came. Yep. Then when they came, they had a, you know, they laid on a bed and had a really nice cup of tea mm. and then they had a cleansing shower. Like there was all these like steps and systems in place before the actual microdosing se- session. Yeah. I thought yeah. it was really interesting. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that makes total sense to have a system so that you're eliminating variables. You're like, yep. okay, everybody coming in is coming in with the same protocol. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that helps you as the practitioner or the, the curator of the experience helps you have a streamlined process. Yeah. But I think it helps the client too, right? Because yeah. then they're really honing into that. This is a special time for them to go yep. into a session and, and right. look at what's going, going on for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And again, if you looked out into the marketplace of practitioners who do what you do and you can, you could get a sense of, I mean, you, you probably know how it goes. If I were a massage therapist only because I've had massage, I pretty much know how 90% of massage therapists, how that goes. You, you walk in and they say, what are we working on today? And they go, okay, I'll be back in a minute. And then they're done. And uh, they say, okay, make sure you drink lots of water. And that completes my, that's the value. That is Mm -hmm. the value, right? Mm -hmm. There's no system on the front end of that, that would, or on the back end, that is any diff. So you can start to figure out how would I want to plus this experience for people? What system could I put here that makes this a better 
experience. Yeah, like even stretches, right? You know, here's a series of stretches to do. Yeah, right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, get, I think a lot of times giving people language. Light work is such a unique industry because we're we're playing in things that a lot of the world doesn't have language for. So if you, you come into a massage, you say, well, what's, what hurts? And you're like, uh, my shoulder, <laughs> you know, you're like, <laughs> you're like a Reiki session. You're like, what are we working on today? Uh, my family, you know, like uh-huh. if you could help us have more, um, language around it, maybe better work gets done. But if you never exactly. introduce that or invite them into it, then you're basically trying to have them who know less than you tell you what, tell you what they need. And they don't really know how to guide you that way. Could you have a system that helps them become more self-aware? Oh, that's interesting. Or training in a system. Yeah, something that's to think about for sure. And it really, I like, I mean, as you're talking about that, I just, I think about how much that potentially helps your client, yeah. but also you, because then you're setting up yeah. each, each time, right. you know, a system for these people and, right. and you know what you're coming in with as well. I remember, um, I'll use a real estate example here just because that's my background. Uh, I got into real estate at 24, 24 years old. And I, my, the company I was with was very heavy into training, which I love. So the first deliverable of value is training. And one of the things they talked about in training was being a fiduciary versus a functionary agent, right? Which I, I just love that whole contrast. But you can look at like, they were teaching us fiduciary agents are irreplaceable, Functionary agents are replaceable. So uh, mm-hmm. any agent can open a lockbox or put a sign in your yard as a listing, but it's the agents who really know how to consult you and ask you deeper questions and put their reputation on the line that these people become irreplaceable for you. So it's not, you're not commoditized, right? You're, you're literally irreplaceable to them. Yeah. And that goes to building relationship, which like yeah. workers are great at That's doing. Right. That's right. That was one of them. One was um, fiduciaries are high level relationship. Functionaries are low level relationship. So my point is they had the training, but then they had a system. They had different systems that they backfilled so that you could be a fiduciary agent. So they taught us how to think about it. And then they provided a system, lots of systems. But one of the systems I remember was um, this, those little divider folders Mm -hmm. um, with little prongs or two prongs and you two whole oh yeah those thing. are old <laughs> i know right yeah and they had a whole on the inside flap are go these documents and the next flap goes so they had a whole way to think about how do you organize yourself so that you can be um very detail oriented in a transaction mm-hmm. whereas all the other agents were just stuffing all kinds of contracts into folders that were you know and things were flying everywhere and most agents were very unorganized and so Similarly, if you were, let's go keep going back to Reiki, you can teach people about energy, but then how can you backfill that with a system that helps them start to organize their energy in a way that mm-hmm. has them be advanced or skilled in their own energy? Yeah. Like, you know, even just like some little tidbits to give them after they leave their session. I remember one um, Reiki session that I went to. Um, they said, because, you know, we were talking about vibrations of food and stuff like that. And they're like, like, even if you go to have a glass of wine, like do some Reiki on that too, you know, like sending all of that good energy and it, it does change things. Like that's probably not something that everybody would do after a session being told those things. Right. Right. Yeah, Yeah. totally. Right. Uh, The third piece of utility then is 
tools. So back to that real estate example, that six divider folder, that folder is a tool. Mm-hmm. Um, or if you say like, uh, maybe in, um, thinking about drinking wine, you know, they had like, they have certain things you can do where you can, um, hydrate yourself before you drink wine, or there are those right. little packets you can drop into wine that sort of take neutralize the sulfites. Have some cheese with it. So, some, you know, yeah, yeah, exactly. slower. <laughs> Exactly. Right. So, right. You're, you become a pharmacy, you're dishing out like, you know, yeah. <laughs> pills and tools. Uh, but thinking about, uh, like I said, I already said crystals, yoga mats, there are different like art- articles, artifacts, totems, things that you can actually give people that are tools that, that support the work you're helping them do. Yeah. You know what even uh, stands out? Because I, I know lots of light workers are creative, you know, like even creating their own card deck that where people yeah, can, like, beautiful. you know, yep. you know, pick a card Ooh. at the end of it or something like that, you mm-hmm. know, some kind of tool that way yeah. as well. Yeah. I love that. That's really mm-hmm. great. Okay. So that's, that's utility. So we have training. The second way of delivering value is utility. And now the third, the third way of delivering value is um, customer experience or client experience. So, you know, this the typical ways of seeing this are you walk in to an office and there's music, you know, you might have some nice music, you've got um, uh, decorations or you know, whatever, but what could you do to make that experience better? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe some of the experience has to do with the conversations you have, like inviting them into a deeper spiritual conversation than just here's what we're going to get done today. And here's what I picked up from our session. Like, could you invite, could the experience be one that's inviting them into a deeper, richer spiritual experience than just yeah, the like itself? bringing in all the senses, you know, like oh, good. Yeah, the right. smells and this, what you can hear and see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, aromatherapy in the case of massage is a great experience. Could you have, mm-hmm. um, could you have aromatherapy be included instead of uh, an add-on? Does it cost you a little extra? Maybe, but does it make the experience better for me? Like I love coming to this massage um, practitioner because the aromatherapy is included. I don't mm-hmm. feel nickel and dimed in my experience, right? Or I've yeah. seen like where massage places will charge you for the massage guns, those little, those massage oh, guns. Really? It's like an extra $30 for them. I'm like, why would it cost? more it's you bought the gun once why are you charging me extra for the gun just yeah that be a part of the experience if that's what my body wants or needs mm-hmm. yeah I've had uh I've had massage therapists use peppermint after something like that and like I I remember that those things mm-hmm. like they yeah. they are they create a memory for for right. your people right yeah. and so that that makes them yeah. want to come back to that yeah. experience right I love going to spas for massage, because especially if they have a steam room, I, a steam room is like a whole thing for me. I just uh-huh, like time stand uh-huh. still. Um, I, it puts me in the best state. I just love it. Um, bathrobe, locker, slippers, the whole, like the, um, cucumber water, whatever thing is like, I, I prefer that experience over just going to a place that has massage rooms and you come in, you check in and you go to the massage room and you're done and whatever. I prefer the experience of a spa. Mm-hmm. It's more relaxing to me. It puts me in a better state. Anyway, point being, can you start to think about what kind of experience am I curating for people that is distinct from what others in my profession are offering? Yeah. Love so it. 
Um, and I think people, I think we're in a day and age where people want to buy experiences. Mm-hmm. So I agree. Don't you think? I mean, yeah. Do the work or do the work and have an experience. I'd rather, especially if it's um, more for the same dollar, like I'm going to get more experience for the same price I'd pay somebody else. Why not do that? Exactly. Well, and then it does make it more memorable. And I think in, in, for the practitioner's side as well, it, it, it brings you more to that present moment and really feeling like you are really providing something for this person, not just showing up and doing the massages. Like I'm providing this beautiful experience for this person. The energy changes. Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. totally. So that's, that's the third way, uh, way of delivering value is experience. And there's so many creative ways you can do this. By the way, side note and shameless plug for resonance, our community of light workers. I mean, I think these would be really interesting conversations to have in the community. Like what, yes. what ways are you delivering value? And for us to compare notes with each other, but, oh, that's a good idea. And I, here's what I'm doing. Oh, that's a good idea. I love the idea that we can begin to share. Yeah. Bounce that off each yeah. other. And, you know, like the mm-hmm. breakout rooms like that, you know, because mm-hmm. people, you know, and we, we tend to keep doing the same thing over and over. Yeah. But if you're in a room with other people who are doing similar things or have different ideas, it, it's you, they can just add, add to the, the idea. Mm-hmm. What is it? Would it be an idea bucket? <laughs> you know, like yeah. you have lots more experiences and tools to pull from. I love that. Yeah. Let's do that yeah. in the community for sure. I know. Right. And uh, that just made me think too, like, I think part of how I view this community is as some of those ideas get generated, I think our community can provide utility for Mm -hmm. the light workers in our community. Like how can you and I begin to create services, systems, and tools for the light workers in our community so that you, the light worker have a better experience in your, in your business because of some of the the partnership you have with us in that by simply being a, a member of our community, you know? We're going to stack value, Chris. Yeah, we are. I'm clear, <laughs> like, you know, a hundred bucks a month for, to be uh, a member of resonance compared to yeah. what you could spend a hundred bucks a month on for your business. You're getting way more for the same price, or even in this case, more value for less price than you would pay other people. And I think that's just because a lot of people in the coaching and um, business development space have gotten greedy and are charging an arm and a leg for things that you don't get much value on. Mm-hmm. And you and I have just come, I think, from the other direction and saying, how do we just over deliver in value, right? And charge way less for it. Yeah. And still feel like it's a win-win, you know, like it's not about like devaluing what we're offering. It's about creating this win-win because um, we love hanging out with other people like us, you know, and it, it does create that wonderful community and experience to start moving business yeah. forward. I can now officially say that um, one of the projects I have from um, the Groundspell side of things as the partner with um, Resonance as a community, my company Groundspell is beginning to develop um, a conscious business directory where um, people who are in our different communities can be featured for a very reasonable price um, to be, or even a free listing in the directory where the consumers can actually search for like conscious consumers can search for conscious business people. And Mm -hmm. um, that I can provide that as a tool for members of resonance, light workers in this community. Um, 
fires me up. I'm like, I'm, I'm trying to do this too. Like, how do I bring more utility and services, systems, tools, so that you find value in these communities for no additional price? Yeah. Or if there is an additional price, it's super affordable because I'm not doing it to try to make a profit center. I'm doing it to try to add value. Yeah. And that feels good for everybody, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. I just think that's part of what I want to see in the world moving forward is let's stop being in this capitalistic competitive market where we're trying to, you know, uh, charge what we're worth, you know, let's, let's just actually deliver so much value that people can't believe they get to have the experiences they have with us in our businesses for the price that we charge. They're like, that just feels benevolent to me. Why would we not do that? There's more money than we need to go around. You don't need gazillion dollars. You can live a very comfortable life and having a very successful business without overcharging people to try to prove you're worth something. Yes. Anyway, I think we did an episode on that, but that. that I know we could go on a tangent. Maybe we'll do another one on on that next week. Hey, (laughs) yeah, it's it's a big thing. Fires me up because there is a lot of push out there, and I don't think it's um, coming from a state of. really any of these, because a lot of them are light workers doing this. It's just that they don't know anything different yet, yeah. but yet it still doesn't feel aligned with who, who they are, you right. know, and there's nothing wrong with making money. That's not what we're saying. Yeah. Right. You know, of it's course, just like of course. doing it in a way that feels aligned with you. It's perfect. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The last, the last um, way of delivering value then um, after experience client experience is opportunity. So what kind of opportunities can you create for people? We're so used to saying you're paying me for the service, but what if being in relationship with me actually generated or created opportunities you otherwise wouldn't have? Mm-hmm. I do, and this is a very creative category. I mean, I don't know how you, maybe you're a Reiki master for people in business. So Go beyond the Reiki sessions. Go, how do you begin to create opportunity for people in business? Maybe what you do is take your entire database of clients, past clients, um, network, um, and do a networking event. Because mm-hmm. if yeah. I'm a Reiki person, in bu- I'm a person in business that likes to get Reiki sessions and s- somebody else is a bus- person in business that likes Reiki sessions. There is some ethos or some connected spiritual belief about, about Reiki that being a person in business who appreciates Reiki to find someone else yeah. who appreciates the woo-woo-ness of Reiki, the spiritual energy from Reiki, like that's a good network. It is. Create a yeah. networking event for your, your database. Yeah. I like the idea. And you know, and it does go back to community because you and I both believe so highly in mm-hmm. community and the power of it, yeah. creating community for, for your clients mm-hmm. as well. Right. You know, like I've right. had, I've had, you know, potluck, meals Mm. at my place where they get Mm. to come out and hang out and we just like visit you know I know um one of my friends does does something that she calls sacred Sundays and you know I think every quarter she invites all her people to come do something you know whether it's like hang out in nature or whatever you can do those things that provide such huge value Mm. and an opportunity to meet other people yeah right right yeah I love that. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're a light worker who um, works with moms or parents um, or kids in different ways. Um, so maybe maybe you have um, an event where uh, it's two hours or three hours, and there's some form of kid activity where uh, the parents then can have a date 
or can can spend some time apart from the kid, but they trust you and you have a a legit event that has somehow activities for these kids to do. Mm-hmm. And um, and you don't have to be the one that's babysitting. Maybe you have other people in your business network who do this, or you find a daycare that you partner with and sponsor. And but there, are, you see, like there are ways to provide opportunity for people in in ways that make a difference for them. Yeah, absolutely. And my, my guess is that your others that are in your profession are not doing those kinds of things. Yeah. Not many of them. It's un, it's just not natural to think that way. We just think Mm -hmm. I do this work. So this is how people find value from me, but Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be, you just have to think outside the box about and get, get outside of your modality to think about how else you could provide value to people in their life. Mm Mm-hmm. I love it. And I think opportunity is a big one. I, I like to think in my in in my business and where I come from, I like to think of how do I create financial opportunity for people. So when I think about um, these the communities that I'm creating, you know, a lot of that was how do I create financial opportunity for my partners in community. Mm-hmm. Now with the directory, I'm thinking how do I create financial opportunity through this directory for people who want to lean into relationship with us in in, in the creation of this network, but I'm all, because one of the things that's big for people is finances. Yeah. How could I create an opportunity financially for people to, um, to increase their revenue that matters to me. So I think that way, I'm like, how else, what else can I do that may or may not happen in light work, but, but maybe. I think so. You know, and I think light workers, you know, if you're looking at the financial end of it, you know, um, they could come up with ways of, of, um, collaborating to create different opportunities financially or, you know, clearing energy to, you know, like there's, there's lots of ideas around that. Love that. Mm -hmm. I love that. I mean, yeah. Right. Like a Reiki master who, who, who also helps me grow my revenue. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, where do I sign? Twist my arm. Like, yeah, I, that sounds amazing. Yeah, but it does. Sign why me can up, we not, Chris. <laughs> ah, why can we not help each other that way? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, because so I think be that's the thing, you know, like we, we're going back to, you know, one of our early conversations about we're not here to do it alone. And so like right. the the opportunity is there of when you're connecting with each other, you can create all kinds of opportunities for people in, in your client base or a community yeah. that you're trying to grow yourself um, and by connecting them all, because right. I mean, we can grow a lot quicker together. Yeah. I remember um, there's some different companies and programs out there that are referral based programs. And mm-hmm. a lot of like what they continually teach is, you know, if you want to receive referrals, give referrals you know, fin- creating financial opportunity for people in your life could simply be um, giving people referrals for business. Yeah. Give them a referral, be a connector and give them a referral. So you'd have to listen differently. You might have to ask different questions in order to access what people are looking for. But then once you have that, you could connect them with the right people. And that's, I remember it was a, uh, there was a book called Networking is Not Working. It's mm. a great book because I was so, I was so, irritated by networking being feeling like a meat market where you go and everyone's like, here's my card. Here's my card. You know, like, I know you didn't even get their name yet here. Yeah. Here as if like, (laughs) yeah, I was so annoyed by that. Like, this is the stupidest thing. Anyway, 
so this book was really validating that irritation in me. And, and one of the things, one of the things he's a, the guy that started this, um, uh, that wrote the book, he had a networking or, organization called cadre and, um, he was a financial planner advisor guy. That was sort of his profession. And, um, I remember some from the story in the book, somebody, one of his clients had been approached by another advisor who said, listen, I can get you way better returns on your portfolio. Mm -hmm. And the client said, maybe that's true. But this guy, this Derek guy, Derek Coburn, I think is his name. Derek means millions of dollars to me in my life because of the referrals that he sends me in my business. So even if you outperform him in the market on my portfolio, he's legitimately sending me millions of dollars a year in referrals. And you can't compete with that. That, I mean, that is a financial opportunity. That's opportunity. Absolutely. And I mean, it's also an opportunity when that starts happening. If somebody is doing that enough, you can contribute back to them, whether it's through referrals or, you know, a referral fee, you know? Right. Right. Totally. So, I mean, it's, I think this is a, a very exciting way to think about, I think it takes some of the, the, the constraints off of our yes. work because you're not confined to deliver value solely through your modality. Yeah. A Reiki master is not limited to adding value only through Reiki. Exactly. So, I, you know, when I think about being practical, the whole practical side of light work, like let's get really practical about how we're adding value. And sometimes that can go outside of what you do as a light worker. It does open a lot more doors, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Like talk about being creative and being like, oh my God, I, there's a lot of ways I could do this. I kind of had just that I've been doing it this one way. Like all of a sudden, I think light workers are very creative because we're they are. tapped yeah. into a spiritual side of things. All of a sudden, I think you can kind of partner with the divine in asking what else wants to be created? How else can I bring value? And if you would just sit with that and listen, mm-hmm. you might get some very divine ideas for how to add more value. And I think the world's hungry for that right now because I think a lot of people have ratcheted down what they're willing to offer and they're trying to charge more for less, which is not the definition of value. Exactly. Right? Charge more for less service is the opposite. When I don't think it's the way that most, you know, light workers, healers, coaches right, really, agreed. like if they checked in with themselves, really, that, does, that doesn't feel right, you know, and, and it's yeah. not that we're saying here, don't charge more, but it, what yeah. if, it doesn't feel as clean it, if you don't yeah. have all this other things that you're like, look at all the things I'm giving you. So right. it feels a lot different than here. I'm just going to shrink down everything that I'm giving you and up my price. You right. Know? Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. So it, uh, I think there you go. That's hopefully that helps people think through different ways they can. And a side note, you know, if, if that's an interesting conversation for you, I think resonance, the community, I think that's a place where we can explore that further. You know, yeah, we we want to see you guys in there there because we want to see um, you succeed in your light work, yeah. and we know the power of community mm. to provide mm-hmm. that space. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. So good. So well, join us. Am I going to do it, Chris? Yeah, do it. <laughs> 
So if this resonates with you, um, we'd love to have you be part of our community. You can fill out the application. You go to practicallightworkers.com forward slash invite. Check out our fun little video there uh, and, and fill out the application. We'd love to see you in our community. Awesome. Awesome stuff. Thanks, Chantel. Always fun. Thanks, Chris. Yes. We'll see you next time. See ya.